This is reading, so you don't have to. Episode two, Mood and Tell. I'm reading The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in Hiroshima. I'm reading Drums, Girls, and Dangerous Pies in The Murders and Memoir. I'm reading The Great Empty. I'm reading Fault in Our Stars. I'm reading Hiroshima. So the tone is how the author feels about what they are writing about. And the mood is the overall feeling or thought that a piece of literature creates within the reader. On mood in Hiroshima, the mood tends to change a little bit. In the beginning, it's kind of like anxious and nervous because they don't know what's coming with the war. When the bomb gets dropped, it turns very chaotic really quick. And then towards the end, it kind of like, I don't know how to say it, like, it's like really long after and everything settled down and it's more like calm. Um, to add on to Cohen's point at the end, kind of like resolves itself in that way that it kind of makes it seem like the survivors either had a good life after or just had a full life that they felt like was fully deserved in life. So that kind of reminds me of in my book. It's quite chaotic at the beginning in the murders of New Morgue because they don't know who the murderer is. But I wouldn't say that it necessarily calms down towards the end. That's sort of like in my book. Donnie gets lost, but it doesn't really resolve to the very end. So that's pretty much a chaotic tone throughout the whole thing. Mine is the complete opposite. Like throughout the entire book, mine, it's the mood has been very calm and casual. For the tone of Hiroshima, it's really hard to like uh, depict anything because it's real and the author isn't like showing like how the characters react. I mean, he is, but like, he doesn't make up the characters. So tones on things don't, they don't, they tend to be like more of a real world aspect and not necessarily like the author's opinion. The tone in my book is, well, it's very, it's not similar to yours whatsoever. It's very intense and gory. The descriptions are very like harsh and explicit. Mine's like that a lot as well. A lot of Donovan's adventures through the outback are not a calm and peaceful thing. They're rugged and... Yeah, and, and, Je- and, Mr. and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Uh, the way the author describes Mr. Hyde makes you kind of like, like the way he describes him makes you like dislike him already. Like in the text he uses words such as like, uh, I forget, it's like death and like risky and stuff. And like it, he like resembles like someone who's just like really like messed up but doesn't, but they can't really tell why. Did the author include any visuals on? Uh, yeah, they, he like uh, said like he had like kind of like a disformity, but they didn't know what it was. Like it wasn't like obvious. Mm-hmm. It was more like internal rather than external. Um, to go in with the author's mood in Hiroshima. Like in the middle, it was like very sorrow because you saw how like the people looked like, like after the bomb, like some of them were missing arms and legs and others just looked so much in pain that they actually committed suicide. Yeah. Well, in my book, in Traps, Girls, and Dangerous Pies, it's similar to that, but it's obviously not as intense. Um, But when we figure out that Jeffrey has cancer, the tone shifts completely and it's like, just a little bit more like sad and like somber. Is the book, is uh, Drums, Girls, and Dangerous Pie, is it like, is it from his perspective or is it from third person? It's from, so Jeffrey, the boy who has cancer, it's from his older brother's perspective, Stephen, and how he views the world. And so for other things like the tone of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, 
towards the end of the book, it starts to get like, I don't know how to put it, but like, like everything gets resolved and it kind of goes like more happy almost because they know like what happened to Dr. Jekyll and like who Mr. Hyde actually was. Same thing here, when Donovan reunites with his family, this book goes from chaotic to a happy, easy, back to normal sort of kind of life. Yeah, that's that's similar to Hiroshima, so. Oh, going with this one point in Hiroshima, how it seems like once like you get into those last chapters, it's like from the specific character's point of view and how they viewed like themselves during the bombing and then later into life. Over time, you can tell in books like sometimes the tone can change and so can the mood, but you might not always be able to tell the mood of a book by just the very beginning of it. Yeah, and sometimes the authors will use like specific like keywords and like their cognitive definitions. Did anyone have any rapid tone or mood changes in their book? Um, Hiroshima probably, because like when the bomb was dropped, it went from very like anxious to very chaotic extremely quickly. I have another rapid change in my book. Um, all of a sudden, she woke up and had like really bad head pain, and she had to be rushed to the hospital. But she, like immediately after, it was like calm and casual again. Did anyone have any like gradual slow changes of tone throughout their book? So after we figure out that Jeffrey has cancer, the mood definitely gradual gradually changes. It gets kind of deeper and like more sad. But then at, towards the end, he never really gets like cancer free. But at the very end of the book, it's more of acceptance rather than just like everything's back to normal and perfectly fine. So like a strategy I was talking about is like when the author uses keywords and like any of the descriptors, did anyone have like keywords in their book that like, like the connotative meaning? Because like, like I said, in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, these very like negative words to describe Mr. Hyde, which made you like not like him. Well, well, my book had very intense like descriptions that helped define the tone. Like when they say that um, the person was throttled to death and there were deep indentations of fingernails. And I have, Cole was talking about connotations and I have a positive connotation that our author described. And it was Preston, which is the Donovan's chapter. So Preston, the well-weathered family chaffer and occasional guardian, and the well-weathered Lilo, the author, is describing how, what she sort of thinks of Preston there. And also, like, guardian. I feel like guardian mostly has a positive connotation, rather, like, if you use the word, like, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Guardian also has, like, a very positive connotation. Um, also in Hiroshima, there's a lot of negative connotations, like, Powerful, like how they were describing the bomb, and like like people were frantic, and people were like trying to mourn, but also not die. So that's the end of our second episode of reading, so you don't have to on mood and tone. Obviously, all of our books have quite different mood and tones, and they change depending on the gradual change or right after. Thank you for joining us on Reading So You Don't Have To.